Hello, and welcome back to the Math and Physics Podcast. I am your host, Parker. And I am Ray, and this is episode 10, where today we're going to be talking about our favorite physics topics. So this is going to be more of a laid-back episode. We're not going to go like in-depth into a certain concept. We're just going to go over what we learned and what was like our favorite units, our favorite subjects to talk about um, the in the year that just passed. Mm-hmm. And I guess we can also talk about uh, just our year in general as physics students, because uh, especially the first year and now second year of university as a physics student is very, very, very crucial because the first two are the most important. So we can even talk about our experiences, you know, what we went through in our physics classes, exams, stuff like that. So we can, you know, just talk about it all pretty much. Yeah, so do you want to go first? Sure, sure. Okay, so we can start with uh, Physics 151, which is, or at least U of T's version of first semester physics, where we simply cover kinematics, dynamics, stuff that we've pretty much already covered in high school. But then we're just kind of going to an extra level. So my favorite unit in that would probably be the one with uh, with torque. I was going to say the same. Oh, no, wait, wait. That was really good, but I completely forgot that we did special relativity in our first semester. Sorry, special relativity, it will go to my favorite topic for first semester physics. Because I, th- I think I have t- spoken about this before in the podcast. And um, I'm just a big fan of the entire concept of relativity, you know, how everything can be relative and time and space and stuff like that, contract, contractions. I just think it's really interesting, especially our professor, Stephen Julian, who we interv- uh, interviewed here today or uh, on another day. He was a fantastic teacher of relativity and I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, honestly, um, our like torque unit as well as like the rotational dynamics i think it's called those were my two favorite subjects in 151 i did like special relativity but i don't think like Mm -hmm. to be honest like i knew pretty much everything we learned going in except for the last part which was like relativistic uh velocity and energy and stuff like that like the laurentian transformations i mean the laurentian transformations are just like it's basically what you learn in high school right yeah that's true that's pretty much true but i mean at by by the end of the special Mm -hmm. relativity i did understand like the whole the concept as a whole a little bit better Mm -hmm. um but yeah i was gonna say Mm -hmm. um when we got to rotational dynamics and uh when we started doing like energy of like a, a wheel rolling down like just a ramp i really enjoyed how like we saw like the kinetic energy of the wheel in a frame that's um like in the frame of the wheel and also in the frame of the ramp and we saw that like it can have different oh i remember that that was super interesting i i do remember that actually now that uh you bring it up the entire uh center of mass unit was actually yeah that that was really really cool because it's something that we hadn't done before, or at least I hadn't done before. And I found it super interesting that instead of just looking at the body, which is a very general aspect, we can look at the center of mass of, of different objects. And that gives you a whole different perspective on the physics. And it just, you know, kind of makes all of op- 
all objects pretty much equal because we're just dealing with their center of masses instead yeah, of their shapes. And what was that thing we also did? Like capital I? What's that called again? Capital <laughs> yeah, I? Yeah, capital I. It's... Wait, moment of inertia? Yeah, moment of inertia. <laughs> oh my, Don... Don inertia. Yeah, I remember taken. <laughs> I remember literally after that class, I understood nothing because he like derived the moment <laughs> of inertia of like a circle and like a cylinder or whatever um, in class, and I understood Ooh. absolutely nothing. He's like, okay, you take a small <laughs> mass elements and then you integrate from top to bottom. I'm like, okay, I don't understand. So I went home. Yeah, in the beginning, it was extremely confusing yeah. because I don't think he really fully what explained it. What I did it. is I, I went home, I went on Wiley Plus, and I pulled up a screen of just, um, like, every single important moment of inertia that we needed and the mm -hmm. formula for it. And I, I sat down in, my, in the living mm -hmm. room, and I, I just went through each one of them trying to trying to derive the moment of inertia and every time i got the right answer i'm like okay next one and until i got it like perfect and by the end of it i was so good okay i should say wiley plus for the people who are listeners who are not from u of t or in the physics program at all wiley plus is simply a our physics textbook online so we may actually say that a lot during this video so just remember why when we ever say Wiley Wiley plus it we're basically talking about our text. It's also online. where we had to do our problem sets and also mm -hmm. our online exams. Yeah, oh true. Yeah. What about actually talking about exams? Let's talk about our first midterm as physics students. So our first midterm in physics 151. I don't do remember even that? remember it. What did we even do? I don't actually Oh, I do remember, remember it. It was the one with the question, you know, with the graph that you completely messed up. Oh, I completely messed yeah. that up. I do remember this. It was actually a question directly from a problem set. Yeah. But because of my lack of homework and, <laughs> you know, readiness for the midterm, I didn't really know it. Yeah, um, basically, there was just, it was a weird graph, but there was two points that you can use. And you just didn't see the two yes, points. Yes, I didn't see the other point. That's the thing. That's the thing. I didn't see the other point. Like, that was just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, how did we fare, though? I, I think we did pretty, pretty okay, I think I right? did okay. Like, I got, like, a 60. I don't know. Did we know. get it above the average? Yeah, or... I think we did get above the average. I think we did. I, I think we did get above the average. Yeah, but yeah. the first part of the test was super easy i think if i remember correctly part a yeah yes yeah it was super super simple and i don't remember the last questions being hard either like they were long of course but you know there's a question about like regular relativity like going across a lake and stuff like that oh yeah there was that question too yeah and mm -hmm. i don't really know what else we like what else was hard it wasn't really that hard it was just i guess i guess for especially for a person just coming into university for their first midterm i guess it could also be like a lot of other stress levels because it would be their first ever midterm in in their in their specified course right especially for us when it's physics and we're doing our first midterm a lot of pressure a lot of stress on yeah. us you know so i guess there's also those kind of influence factors that 
we don't really take into consideration, but um, I guess for any prospective UFD students, physics is a lot of fun. And I would definitely not let the midterm discourage. Yeah, but uh, staying on topic of favorites, what was your favorite physics midterm? My favorite physics midterm? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. That would have to be the online one that we did together. <laughs> I think uh, that was quite a lot of fun. That we did separately, but in the same house. <laughs> oh, completely separately. Completely separately. It's just, just in the This same is because house. I was just staying at his house. house when they kicked us out of the residence. <laughs> <laughs> the residence. Oh, that was actually a lot of fun. I was so sick. Yeah. For like a, f- a straight week. What, Anyways, that midterm but, was um, about uh, f- waves and simple harmonic motion, right? And there was a, there was, qua- no, wait, quantum mechanics was the exam. No, yeah, they asked yeah. one question, Waves. I'm pretty sure. or n- On the midterm? Or no, maybe they didn't at all. I don't think they did on the midterm. I think they did directly oh, on right, the Oh, right, because the, the, the midterm was on waves. No, there was a part of the midterm that was also about, um, like, electric potential that we, like... One, one, yeah, that wasn't quantum mechanics, I know, though. One of the questions was, like, if you have a pendulum inside of an electric field and then you had to find like the period for small disturbances right mm-hmm. anyways yeah so that would probably be my favorite midterm because i guess it was just very very relaxed doing it in my jammies yeah <laughs> i was just uh extremely uh, on a whole new level it was not it was absolutely not the right stress level for a midterm <laughs> i was completely relaxed and not i i guess you can say not focused enough but we did have like four hours to do it we did have double the time i think double or quadrupled or triple the time and so so i think because of the time factor and because everything was online obviously because of this coronavirus i think it's actually i i I think that's what qualifies it to be my favorite yeah my favorite was uh the first midterm of 152 which was second semester um, it was on... Oh, because that's just because you did really well no, in there. No, it, it was on uh, uh, electric fields, Gauss's law, um, fluid dynamics as well, and pressure and stuff like that. And I walked into that test feeling so confident because I'd studied so hard. <laughs> and I literally crushed it, man. That I, I crushed that midterm so nicely. There's one question that was on like... It was like a pipe with holes in it that was submerged in water and basically the inside of the pipe was a sink and we had to like provide a formula for the flow of the fluid and or like the velocity like v of r which is like the position vector for the water and i wait i remember this question yeah i think i did yeah and i got i got a perfect score on that one i was so proud yeah hey let's go i was feeling super hyped i got like every question right except for one stupid question in part A, which is like multiple choice type questions, I got one question wrong and I lost like literally 10% of the, the midterm on that. <laughs> yeah, the multiple choices weighted very heavily. Yeah. What about the uh, final exam? The final exam. Which one did you prefer? The final exam for the first semester was so difficult, <laughs> I found. Uh, yeah so like hard the part a was very easy and then you would but but part, part a is B. weighed like 25 percent 
to 75% mm-hmm. for part B. And part you got to part B and you just hit a wall. Like, the questions were very difficult. I mean... Part B was absolutely... Yeah, it was crazy. Eventually, you... Like, if you thought hard enough, you were able to, like, answer a few questions. But there, I definitely left some blanks on that one. And uh, they they don't even release the exam or, like your grade they just release i mean they show you but yeah they don't they don't show you your grade so you can calculate what you got on it but i mean you never get to see what your mistakes were wait i was gonna say something but then i completely forgot what i was gonna say it was gonna be on the exam i was gonna talk about the exam but then i just completely forgot what i was gonna say okay i guess we can just continue talking about the uh, second final exam that happened to be very um, in a very interesting one because of the pandemic, it was just everything was online, and I don't really know what I got on the final exam, but I think I did pretty well because my mark went up. Yeah, I did. So I did well, but here's the thing: because they, they released the grades for that one, and did they? I don't no, even yeah, see they my did. They, exam they released mark. them on online on Quirkus. Oh, what? I don't even know this. I need to check. I, I'm pretty sure I checked my grade for the final exam and I got like a 75 and I'm like, e- like, there's no way I'm getting a 4.0 in the class. Oh yeah. Didn't you end with like an 85? When they released the final grades, I did have a 4.0, which made no sense because I was literally on the fence of a 4.0 the entire semester. And then I got a 75 on the exam. So I was super confused, but still I was like, you know whatever i I still got it so it doesn't matter that makes no sense (laughs) yeah how did you end with a four point i know i don't know they they definitely like curved it up like like two percent oh they probably did curve it actually they probably did i'm not even joking because i really do not believe i got like because if i were to end with the mark i ended with i probably would have had to get like an 85 on the exam which like I don't really think I got. I probably got like a seventy-five, eighty around where you got. Like I yeah. don't, I don't know if I got an eighty-five to end with the mark. So they did probably curve it. I really liked the one-five-two final exam, though. I thought the questions were really fair, and um, also, also because I think I think we don't really have the right to talk about it because of the pandemic, because. Because of it, you know, you can't really compare it to different final exams and stuff like that because the situation is, you know, completely different. Yeah. Because, like, as I was saying, maybe it's just me. I don't know. But, like, I had, like, zero stress going into this exam. Yeah. Like, I was not worried at all. I ended up, uh, like, starting at the start time and literally finishing one minute before the end time. And I worked literally for four hours straight on that exam with no breaks i think the physics one yeah i think the physics one was ex- yeah it was definitely long i'll agree with you on that because i think i was also um you know doing it till very 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 late in the uh in the time period allotted oh, i have an idea i have an idea let's uh, let's talk about our least favorite midterm between between our math and physics classes I guess this is a math and physics podcast, so why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we've actually only been talking about our physics classes. Yeah. We haven't even been talking about our math, though. Yeah. Okay, least favorite math and or physics. Do you have one? Yeah, mine is definitely the very first math midterm. That was the worst midterm of my entire life. 
That actually I did pretty okay on. I didn't even do that badly on it. What did you get on? Did it? I? No, I don't. No, we. I don't. got like a sixty-five on it. Are you sure? Yeah, you got like a fifty-five. No, I got Aaron... a, I got a fifty-two. No, then Aaron got a fifty-five, yeah. and I got a sixty-five. Yeah, because I remember on the first midterm, after the thing, that's when like the Don math stuff started coming out. <laughs> And oh, by the way, for our listeners who don't know what Dawn is, so we had this system in our residence <laughs> because we used to live together last year where if we put Dawn before any word, that means that person is the best at something. Because because basically every every floor of our residence had like yeah. a floor Dawn. And so we'd call them like, oh, Dawn Matt or whatever. And then every time like... Like, let's say someone would win a game of Super Smash Bros. They'd be Don Smash, you know, because they're, they're just the <laughs> oh, Don, you know. Smash. So anyways, that, that's what Don means. Yeah, so once again, we may say that a lot in our future videos and this video. So to our original OG listeners who hopefully continue on to our 100th and 200th video, if we continue saying Don, you'll know what it means. Okay, so for my least favorite um midterm um that would probably be the first semester physics one i'm not gonna lie for physics 152 let me tell you why let me tell you why there's a very good reason Wait. it wasn't a very hard midterm. you said 152 do you mean second yeah 152 okay yeah that's that's what i meant sorry i meant 152 first midterm okay um and reason i didn't enjoy it that much is because there wasn't a lot of effort put into it, which I didn't really realize until I'd finished the midterm, you know, because like I, I was studying. And but it, I was... yeah, you're talking about effort on your part, though. Sorry? You're talking about effort on your part. Yeah, there was lack of it. Yeah. So I'm trying to explain why exactly I didn't enjoy yeah. the first midterm of 152. But apart from that, it wasn't that hard of a midterm, I think. Like I definitely understood all the questions. But a lot of time when I was like going through them and trying to answer them, I was like, oh, you know what? I wish I had put a little more effort into it. So I think for listeners for who are getting into math and physics, Parker and I, I think, are the perfect um, people to talk to because we have two different sides of the spectrum, <laughs> you know, one who studies a lot and one who wants to study. Believe me, I really do. It's just. I am so tremendously lazy that I just don't end up doing anything. <laughs> I should probably not say this on a podcast where, <laughs> you know, never mind. Let's just continue. Let's go to our favorite math topic. Favorite math unit. Yeah, favorite math unit. Um, That would have to be sums. I really enjoyed like the Riemann sums and upper sums, lower sums. So pretty much the unit before integrals. Okay. Because I really enjoyed the way that um, our prof that we've also interviewed here, Mr. Uh, or Dr. Mihai. He's not a doctor yet. Oh, he's not a doctor yet. True. Sorry. Soon to be Dr. Mihai. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the Riemann sums and pretty much the entire sums unit because it, I think it was a really good introduction to understanding what an, integ uh, what an integral was. Like uh, generalizing the upper sum, the lower sum understanding what they are that it took a long time for me to be honest to start to compute an upper sum and lower sum of a function because i seriously did not know what it yeah. meant 
But then when I started figuring it out a little bit more and he was explaining it, then it made a lot more sense. And then the integral just made so much sense when the upper sum and the lower sum equated to each other. So I think it was like a perfect um, transition into integrals. That's why I think I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, my my favorite was actually the integral um, part of the course, except Mm -hmm. I know I already talked about that on the podcast. Um, so I picked like a, an honorable mention, which is the sequences. Um, I actually really enjoyed sequences because I remember last year in high school, I don't even think we like touched on sequences that much. Like it was probably like at the end of the year in like the functions class, not even the calculus class. And then we just kind of like saw, um, sequences did like, I don't know, maybe like two weeks and then it was over. But we actually spent a lot of time on sequences and we also mm-hmm. took our knowledge of sequences into the series unit, which was yeah. very important. I think the power series and stuff was really, really important, especially with when we ended with Taylor series. Because yeah. um, I, I actually especially remember in high school, uh, in like grade 11 and 12, I was always really interested with this thing called the Taylor series. I never knew what in the <laughs> hell it was because it, it was so confusing to understand because whenever I searched up Taylor series, you know, this huge thing would come up with sums and derivatives and stuff. And I really would have no idea what it meant. But, you know, after doing it in the math class, like it's just it's it's made me so much more satisfied to be in this program that I'm in because there were so many questions and just thoughts that I had before. I entered university that have pretty much a lot of been uh, a lot of which have been cleared up now in university. I'll be honest. I, yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't really listen that much for the Taylor series and I gave up like watching the, <laughs> the lectures online. Oh, I love the Taylor series. Like, like he had the, those 14 videos. And, and yeah. once again, I think we mentioned this before, but all of our 137, our math 137 videos are available online. If you just search on YouTube, Matt137. And I think it's a really, you know, helpful, I don't know, YouTube channel because it gives you pretty much everything we talk about in first year math. But it's it goes it doesn't go into detail very much. It it doesn't go into that much detail, that's true, but like it still gives a really good rendition yeah. of what you're expecting to be in 137. And I think especially right now, if anyone is going to UFT next year, hopefully a math and physics student. Now is like a perfect time to, you know, stock up on all these 137 knowledge. So when you get into it, you know, you pretty much know it. And before the final exam, we were just sitting on your bed, literally watching every (laughs) single video. And I'm pretty sure there's like, there's like hours of videos, like each video is like five minutes long. And there's like up to like 20 videos per playlist and there's and there are 14, 14 playlists, playlists. <laughs> jeez <laughs> so we yeah, watched there, like there are definitely hours. a lot of videos yeah but i think also those those are very very helpful because as i said it just it just in general helps you to understand because especially with proofs right especially in the course that we're in it's not really about if i mean understanding the concept is important but you have to be able to do like a lot of different examples and I think once you are able to do like a lot of different examples, some of which the professor who uh, on YouTube, he actually puts it in the end of the videos. And if you can do those examples, I think then 137 should be good. 
Because I think those examples are really good at the end. He doesn't solve them, but he gives them. And if you can get the right answer, then I think your understanding should be really good. Yeah, as um, Mihai said this earlier, to watch the videos and definitely do the exercises that they leave for you to do. And you'll be, mm-hmm. you'll be well off in the course if you can answer those questions and do them on your own without skipping forward and just seeing the answer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the, the lesson to take away from this is pretty much just, you know, if you are in the, in the program, just watch all your videos religiously. Don't miss them. <laughs> Don't be like us sometimes. And I guess if you just watch them, pay attention to uh, your exercises in class. I think that's pretty much all you need, really. Yeah, and one tip that I would have for everyone, I know everyone has their own personal favorite topic in math and in physics, and it's really fun when you do get to that topic and you get to learn more about it, but my my tip would be to try to find something you like about every single unit so that when you are doing those units, you're not going to be bored out of your mind and you're going to find something that's cool and something that'll grab your attention while you're learning about it and doing the exercises. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, liking a unit definitely helps a lot, especially when you're, you know, talking about core courses. And if you like a unit in one of your core courses, like, I don't know, maybe it was just me and you or I don't know, but especially when we were starting to talk about quantum mechanics and stuff like that, we just got super interested in physics and we would just, you know, want to almost practice more. And I think, I think that's what's important. If you feel that want, then you know that you're in the right program. Yeah. Because in the beginning, I still remember I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Now, obviously I'm still not a hundred percent sure. I mean, I've only finished first year, but like I'm a lot more confident in my decision. You know, I'm a lot more confident that physics is the right path for me because I enjoyed it so much more with your first year, right? And I think that's what actually first year university is a lot about, just knowing if what you chose is really right for you. Yeah. So I have to go very soon. So we're going to (laughs) end this uh, episode right here. I hope you guys enjoyed it. This was episode number 10 of the Math and Physics podcast. I'm your host, Parker. And I am Ray. And thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you soon. See ya.